1: Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. My name is Matt. This is your Daily Crypto News. And you can reach me at matt at dailycryptonews.net. And if you would, please go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, leave us a comment. It helps people find the show. And I saw that there was a couple more five-star ratings. So I appreciate to whoever did that for us. Thank you very much. And I was thinking about this after we reported the news about RazzleCon, AKA Heather Morgan, AKA the person or the people, her and her boyfriend, Ilya Lichtenstein, they hacked Bitfinex and stole around $4 billion. Well, they took credit for it. They said they admitted to it. I don't really know if they had the capabilities to do so, but they did. They had $4 billion worth of Bitcoin in their possession that they were laundering. Um, well, they're going to get the Hollywood treatment from Amazon. And I was thinking, because a friend of mine sent me a text and said, I'm happy that this is going to happen. I really want to see this movie be made. And I was like, I wonder who would be good to play this Razzlecon, Heather Morgan. And I'm voting for Anna Kendrick. You know, the Cups girl from Pitch Perfect. Anyway, Anna Kendrick. We need somebody that's a good enough actor that can be cringe. She's naturally cringe. um, Has kind of like the same kind of look, little, what do you think? That's my vote. Send me an email, Matt at Daily Crypto News. Who do you think could be the best to play Razzlecon? A regular listener, Skyler, sent me an email yesterday and wanted to make sure that it, this was on my radar about how stupid some companies can be. His email says, Hey Matt, found another case of ignorance from a large company. BCL, Fox Network's contract for Krepopolis allows anybody to transfer anybody else's NFT without any approvals. I have already alerted them to this and I tried helping out as many as I could. But it's frustrating that a huge company like Fox could make such a glaring mistake. I don't know if it's newsworthy. It's definitely newsworthy. But I haven't seen anyone else report on it. Thanks, Skyler. He also sent some screenshots about how he actually accomplished this. He said in the screenshots, and if you're on YouTube, you can see this. Step one, go to the contracting shared in Etherscan address. Step two, connect wallet. And then step three, go to transfer form function. Type in the current holder wallet your wallet, and which ID, and then click right. And that's literally it. And then you made off with NFTs, apparently. <laughs> that is just stupid. Well, I hope that nobody got rugged. I hope nobody paid for these things since apparently they're free. And uh, thanks, Skylar, for putting that on a radar. Coinbase. They announced that George Osborne, who served as Britain's Chancellor of the Exchequer from 2010 to 2016, will join its Global Visionary Council. He'll join the likes of Mark Esper, who is the former U.S. Secretary of Defense, and Pat Toomey, who is a Republican from Pennsylvania. They're going to be there to advise Coinbase on their global strategy, as well as grow the reach around the world. And Osborne will spend his time on the advisory capacity, helping connect the company with politicians and regulators to help further the case for forming crypto-friendly regulations. Sounds like a fancy way to say lobbyist. Will we get an Ethereum ETF? Well, according to Standard Charter, we will in May. I don't believe it, but we will, according to Standard Charter. Anyway, in the latest Ethereum ETF hype, Standard Charter expects that ETH will go to around $4,000 on the announcement of a Ethereum ETF. The all-time high for ETH was around $4,878 in November of 2021. Standard Charter also said that Bitcoin would hit $100,000 per coin by the end of 2024 and so remember i was talking about this yesterday with paul mcneil the crypto curator and here are a couple of things that i'm thinking about when it comes to this ethereum spot etf number one uh probably will get a spot etf because if they deny the spot etf the same way they, de- they denied the bitcoin etf then the same ruling is probably going to apply to the ethereum etf in which if they denied the ethereum etf it would just be arbitrary it's like why are you denying this for arbitrary reasons we already have all these they're across the i's they're crossing the seas why are you denying it however They could say that Ethereum is a different structure than Bitcoin. I mean, yeah, it's a cryptocurrency in air quotes, but there's many different forms and factors and and structures when it comes to managing the blockchain, when it comes to forming the foundations and the companies and and who's doing the development work and so on and so forth. And so I think it's a very good case to say Ethereum is not Bitcoin. I think that's pretty obvious and that the structure is different. So they could be able to delay it with that. And I think that they will. However, what we're doing here is we are opening this up to a conversation of what gets the spot ETF, what's going to be accessible to institutional investors and the retail public. This is actually a very interesting question. Where do we stop Bitcoin, then Ethereum, then Solana, then Cardano? Are we going to get Tron up there? That's ridiculous. And then where? Dogecoin, Litecoin? I mean, they're basically clones of modified clones of Bitcoin. So, I mean, the, actually, the logical next move would be a Litecoin spot ETF. My personal opinion, it's basically Bitcoin, but just slightly different. And then going back to Ethereum. Well, if Ethereum's up there, why can't you have a spot Polygon or a spot Arbitrum ETF? They're layer twos. Anyway, I just think this is an interesting conversation about where do we stop when it comes to which cryptos can we have a spot ETF now that Bitcoin is approved? What are the criteria? How is the SEC going to be looking at that? Are they looking at it appropriately? Because I think we all agree that Bitcoin was not being looked at appropriately. That's why they lost their lawsuit. And if you have any comments, please matt at dailycryptonews.net. Xai is a layer three gaming network built on Ethereum Scalar Arbitrum, and it kicked off in 2024 with a bang, apparently, and is launching its Zai token, and that's spelled X A I. Their first game that they're going to release is going to be called Final Form. It's a card battler game with NFTs. According to the official website, the game will be supported by NFT cards previously released on Solana via a bridge to Arbitrum. It's penciled to be released in April. The next one is going to be Lamoverse. And it's a long-in-development online action game with colorful, cartoonish environments tied to physical Lamo toys based on gaming influencers like Ninja and Dr. Disrespect. So... Look for that. Speaking of tokens and airdrops, Jupiter airdrop is coming. And here's a quick what you need to know about JUP tokens. So first of all, Solana's decentralized exchange aggregator, Jupiter, is set to launch its Jupe token airdrop on Wednesday, today, January 31st. And it's probably going to be the biggest airdrop in 2024. I and mean, we're just getting started. So who gets the Jupe? Well, according to Jupiter... About 955,000 wallets are eligible for the Jupe airdrop, which includes early users who interacted with the protocol ahead of its November 2nd snapshot.
0: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zeppound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. Well, there's about 10 billion Jupe tokens, minted. Half of those are set to be sent out to the community over a course of multiple airdrops and other initiatives. Ultimately, 4 billion Jupe tokens will be handed out across four airdrops, with 1 billion Jupe set for today in the initial token claim. Another 1 billion will be eventually allocated for community contributors and grants, though we're not too sure about when those initiatives will be initiated. Initiatives will be initiated, makes sense. And half of the overall Jupe supply will be used by the team and token needs, including liquidity pool. The Jupiter team will not earn any tokens until January of 2025, when a two-year vesting cycle begins. And finally, remittance payments is a very common thing if you are from a, let's say, a poorer country and you live in a richer country. You make money there, a salary, and then you send money back home to take care of your family. Very common in the United States that people come from Central and South America over they do some work and then they send money back to their home countries common in hong kong uh filipinos go to hong kong they do some work send money back to the philippines remittance payments is very common however according to the central bank of el salvador the amount of money that salvadorans living outside the country sent back to the country plummeted to 82.93 million and that's from 116.4 million in 2022 and only 1% of the total remittance payments were made in crypto for all of 2023. And that's actually down from 2022's number of 1.7%. You know, the interesting thing here is I don't think we should be looking at the amount of money being sent back in as the as it going down. But maybe more people are not leaving El Salvador and working abroad because El Salvador is a better place to live now. Um, again, we haven't been to El Salvador, but I, what I've heard is crime is way down. Economic opportunity is way up. People are feeling safer staying, working, opening businesses. And so El Salvador is now a better place to be overall. Therefore, maybe a lot of people aren't leaving and having to send money back to their country. And if that's the case, and I'm just totally, totally assuming that this is the case. But if this is the case, maybe we can use this as a, huh, maybe a, a framework for other countries that might have the same kind of situations? Just a thought. Maybe more people will stay in their countries if their economies are good. And it's a safe place to live. A good place to raise your family. There's economic opportunities, education opportunities, and ways to better yourself. Then you wouldn't leave. And you wouldn't see a lot of people trying to better their life and by escaping their countries and showing up to other countries' borders. Unannounced. Did I crack the code? <laughs> what do you think? Send me an email. Matt at dailycryptonews.net. Kind of a fan of different places also being great places to live. Revolutionary, I know. Revolutionary thoughts over here on Daily Crypto News. Now let's get into those crypto prices.
0: Here comes the money. Here we go, money talks.
1: And the time is 9.38 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for your greeds at 57. We are neutral, kind of leading greedy, but not that greedy. Bitcoin's in at $42,903, down 1% in 24, still up 7.5 and 7. A lot of people are talking about, is Bitcoin rhyming? (laughs) Kind of implying the Mark Twain quote that history doesn't repeat itself, but it sure does rhyme. Because people are matching up the charts of Bitcoin throughout the halvings. And they're saying like, wow, this really looks very similar, this whole... This whole price of Bitcoin, the way it's been going through 2021 to 2025, and how it's looking just like 2017 to 2021, which looked like 2014 to 2017, which looked like 2011 to 2013. Are we going to see the same thing this time? Obviously, time will tell. Please do not plan your retirement, (laughs) your vacations, or or order a Lambo for the halving, just in case that it doesn't rhyme this time. So... Obviously, this is not financial advice. Just maybe want to wait until we do moon, and then you actually have profits. <laughs> and then you can order your Lambo. And again, why do people say Lambo? I know, I know with Lamborghini, it's Lamborghini, it's like you know extravagant. It's it's over the top. So what what car would you buy if money wasn't an object? If you could buy any car, what would you buy? Me personally, I always think practical. <laughs> that's why i bought a tesla and i was like and i bought i bought the y i sold the y but i bought the y i was like hey i, I could put my costco goods in there sit <laughs> a lot of people in here have that front trunk i mean me personally i, I would think of like suvs i mean maybe a g-wagon that'd be pretty dope maybe the rivian r1s uh once it goes to the tesla chargers maybe i'll get one of those if i was gonna get a supercar i would get um the porsche 911 turbo s that's dope. Has a couple of little back seats back there. A little bit more space in the front. Um, let's see here. What else would I get? I'd get a VWR. I love hot hatches. Four doors, throw some people in the back, then fold down the seats and put your Costco in there. <laughs> I'm just more practical when it comes to like what kind of car I want. It has to be able to do different things. Anyway, what would you get? Matt at DailyCryptonews.net. Let's finish this because I'm rambling. Ethereum's at $2,310. Pretty much even there's number three, Binance is at 303, down 1.8%. And Solana's number five, it's down 5.2% at 99.87. And if you bought in at 82, like I said, you would have been up quite bigly. Um, but we're going to have a little pullback, but we're going to go up, trust me. Not financial advice. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, USDC, Cardano, Avalanche, and Doge. Total market cap is at 1.64 trillion, a Bitcoin dominance of Fifty-one point two in the ETH dominance of sixteen point nine, and that was our show today. I hope you have a great day, and until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.